a podcast of Grand View Christian Church's discipleship team. I'm your host, Kristen Mudrack, the discipleship team coordinator. Last season, we focused on discipleship, what it is, how we pursue it, and what it looks like for our pastors, elders, members, and college students. This season, we are looking at service in the Johnson City area through Grandview's own JC Serve and other ministries. Join us as we highlight each of these ministries and ask how we can best come alongside them to help them serve our community. Our episodes will focus on ministries that we help serve financially, prayerfully, and in physical service, all leading up to our multi-church event, Love JC, on September 25th. If you're interested in serving in any way for any of the ministries we highlight, don't hesitate to contact Nathan at grandviewchristian.org or follow the links in the episode description. Our hope is that you learn more about the ministries we support and others in our area, and you find new ways to pray for them and support them as they carry out their mission to serve JC. Welcome back to Deep Dive. I'm so glad you've joined us today. Um, today we are with Sherry Marion who is owner and operator of Open Doors, um, and also in conjunction with Rise Up for Kids. And Sherry, I'm so excited that you're willing to talk to us today um, because I know that everybody loves your coffee, um, but I don't know that everybody knows what you do with Rise Up. So can you tell us a little bit about the history of Open Doors and Rise Up and what it is you guys do? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for um, wanting to know more about our organization. And I'm happy to share because it's a uh, it's a great thing for our community. Um, Rise Up began about 1994-95 with a group of boys from Stratton School that played basketball. And at that time, um, Stratton School was uh, low poverty. Uh, most of the kids, you know, most of the boys um, didn't have a dad or a strong role model and were prone to fail in school. And so uh, my husband began coaching the basketball team there and um, built relationships with these boys and with the guidance counselor, Miss Henderson. And from there, little small groups started to happen. And uh, he would meet with these boys once, twice a week, and then another group would form. And so that's how really Rise Up started with the basketball team. Um, and at that time, it was called Boys to Men. And then a couple years into it, their sisters started saying, well, why don't you have something for us? And so I started the girlfriend program and then it kept growing and growing and we got more people to help us until where we are today, 28 years later. But what it really, it really began years and years ago um, with my husband growing up in, a, in the poorest county in Tennessee. Hancock County, and he would have been one of these boys in Boys to Men, and um, and I would have been one of those girlfriends. I would have fit those characteristics that we were identifying that were high needs, under resource. We just didn't know we were that, and so. Um, a little lady from Vermont, uh, a missionary, came down to the mountains to start Bible clubs in Hancock County and took an interest in my husband and discipled him and mentored him and uh, taught him um, about having goals and would bring him books to read and uh, really mentored him spiritually as well as 
developmentally. And so she really was his first mentor. So it goes way, way back. Both Michael and I grew up without our dads involved in our lives. Uh, They weren't present and we didn't have super strong male role models. So we know what it's like to grow up in a home where you don't have that. So we've had a real heart for that population. And so over the years, we have grown into an organization that that far reaches what we do. It involves hundreds of people, of volunteers, of prayer warriors, of people wanting to invest in what we do at Rise Up. The core of what we do is about intentional relationships, and it has always been our belief and our experience that um, intentional long-term relationships are going to impact a person far more than just a program. And so based on that, everything we do at Rise Up is is a springboard from that, from playing basketball, to having a mentor, to learning about goal setting, to have leadership skills, to get them ready for the workforce, to encourage them to go beyond high school graduation to um, a trade or go to college, to be a contributor and not a taker in their community, to um, to be a person, a character, to learn what it means to be a man, to be a woman. Uh, so it, it just is a very holistic approach. So we start with kids as early as kindergarten, and we will go walk with them in their life as long as we can, all the way through high school, even into college. We have kids now that are in their mid-30s that we have their children. So we are ministering to second-generation children. In fact, I mentor one of the little girls. She's in fourth grade now, but her dad started with us when he was nine. So it's just exciting to see, um, you know, just to see how just loving, just trying to love our kids well. And that is what we want our kids to walk away with, no matter how long they're with us. We want them to be able to look back and go, wow, they loved me. Yeah. I, I messed up. I I did this, I did that, but they loved me through that and they loved me well. And so we just got so many stories of Little kids that are now mamas and daddies, some are in jail, some are in prison, some are um, successful men and women. Um, I mean, it just is a gamut of of stories. And so, again, it's all about relationships. So where does Open Doors fit in this story? Um, It's all very intricately a part of this. As we get older and um, eventually we'll uh, pass the baton to the next uh, people that will take that baton and be faithful with it and lead Rise Up. We believe our latter years are about um, 
establishing solid businesses that can help sustain what we have built over the years. We are a nonprofit. And so everybody knows what, well, most people know what that means. Um, there's no guarantees with your, with your finances. It totally is a walk of faith. And so we want to try to contribute to the sustainability and the longevity of what has been built. And so Open Doors as an intricate part is an example of that. Um, Open Doors is four and a half years old. We, um, we started this business. We really didn't know what we were doing, but we didn't know what we were doing with Rise Up either. And we just figured it out. And my husband just had this desire and dream to want to have a coffee shop after reading um, some books by Mark Batterson, who is the pastor at NCC in Washington, D.C. And he uh, talked about their vision for a coffee house and so that started planting the seed in my husband's heart and uh, he tried to learn everything he could about coffee and tea and that he said one day we will have a coffee shop that can be a community place as well as benefit rise up so we're still developing that and growing that business again this coffee shop it is really all about relationships, mm -hmm. relationships with our staff, our staff's relationships with our customers and seeing people come in for meetings and for Bible studies mm -hmm. to write their books, to write their Sunday morning messages. It's, it's really all about relationships and loving people. And so right now we're able to contribute a small portion monthly to Rise Up, but as we continue to grow uh, and hopefully multiply that number, we hope will get bigger. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was a lot of information all at okay. one time. <laughs> That's all right. Um, with this being all about relationships, and I love that both for Rise Up and for Open Doors, how did COVID affect that? Well, um, of course, as with everybody else, you know, we were just trying to figure it out and we didn't know just like everybody else. And it was a very, very scary time for, for everybody just personally, but as for a business owner, very scary for a, um, a small, you know, local homegrown business, even more scary, a lot of scary. And so uh, we just determined, hey, we're, we're going to do our best here to walk in this and to try to be wise and be safe. And so thankfully, we were able to stay open the entire time and have our drive through. And you know, when we had to close our doors to indoor people, then we did. And we just worked out of the drive-thru and we worked on a very lean staff to help sustain the business. And all our staff were fabulous and understood and just did what they could do. And if they didn't feel safe working, we didn't require them to. And they had a lot less hours and they hung in there with us because the overall picture was to to benefit everyone in the long run and so our staff understood that and supported that and as a result we actually grew 
during COVID and after COVID, well, we're still in it, but uh, we've seen just a lot of really positive fruit from this season. We got new customers because other coffee shops were closed. Um, we got to meet new people. We, um, we have continued to grow and thrive. And um, we had a lot of opportunity to be a witness, to be an encouragement to people. They would wait a long time in the drive-through. And when they would finally get to the window, we would apologize. We're so sorry you've had to wait. And we just experienced such extra patience and kindness and generosity. And our customers um, just saying, we're so happy you're open. You're the one normal thing in our life. And so to come and sit in this line to get your coffee just means so much to us. Thank you so much for being open. And just their generosity and their tips and their encouragement that, you know, they wanted to do what they could to help us stay open. Yeah. So it, it was really a very positive thing for us. And we don't take that lightly. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so glad you saw something positive from COVID. A lot of the sort the the ministries I've talked to in this series have kind of said, you know, it was hard and we don't really, I can't see the good from it yet. Oh wow. And I see a lot of good. I see a lot of fruit. From That's it, awesome. from you That's know, from not it. just ministry wise, but just from the world and the community. And I have journaled the fruit that I continue to see from that. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, publish that someday because I think <laughs> maybe I will hear that. <laughs> maybe I will. Um, can you give me some stories of? Well, actually, let me ask this first. Do you ever hire some of your Rise Up kids to work at Open Doors? Yes. yes. In fact, uh, I have two students right now that work at Open Doors. One has grown into a full barista. He is a senior this year. Actually, my husband is his mentor, but he started out in the dish room. And uh, yeah, because and, and that was our, our vision too, yeah. that Open Doors could be a place for our, our kids at Rise Up to get plugged in into the the work world. We have opportunities at Rise Up, a work program where they work there on campus and get their first taste of what it means to work and do a time card and get a paycheck. But this is kind of like that next step of a safety net, so to speak. Um, and it's just a great place for them to, to start working in a in a safe, nurturing environment and, and get their feet wet. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, mm -hmm. You mentioned that you have second generation kids of, of these families and these kids that you've been helping. Do you have any specific stories that you'd like to share of kids that you have seen come through this program and how their lives have changed? Oh gosh, that's so hard because um, I have so many. Um, wow. Let's see. I'm just trying to think. Um, there's just so many and trying to narrow that down is, is, uh, challenging. Um, 
Okay, so I'll just take um, one that actually works with us at Rise Up. And I mean, he works at Open Door, excuse me. Uh, he has been in our program since he was little. And so he has grown up and he's a senior now. And my husband has been his mentor for a number of years. All his sisters are involved with us in our program. His um, dad died a couple years ago. And so we have been able to walk in that hard with his family. Uh, because at Rise Up, we don't just mentor the kids. We establish relationships with their family. And we love on them. And so if you can see the ripple effect, we're not just getting a student, but we're getting their family, their friendships, their community as well. And so uh, we've watched this young man grow and mature, uh, grow in um, his leadership, relationships, uh, work ethic. He is very... Um, a good student. He plans to be a welder and start welding school when he graduates this year. Uh, so that that's just one of the stories. We we have so many kids that um, are. We just see a resilient spirit in them, regardless of how they've grown up. And I think that is a core of what my husband and I both are and have been is resilience um, in the things that we've experienced and gone through in our life and how we're still here. We're still positive. We're still growing. We're still loving and serving and uh, trying to make an impact in our community. So when you um, come to Open Doors, the neat thing about Open Doors is because we're locally grown and when you choose to buy a coffee or something there at our shop, you're choosing to invest back into the community because that's what we do at Rise Up. Um, we've seen kids go from being um, just a really, really struggle in school and not have very many successes with their grades or their relationships and we've worked alongside them provided tutors provided extra resources for them and have seen them grow in that and their confidence and their maturity and see them have successes not just with grades but with self-control with learning how to work through conflicts in a healthy manner um, learning how to express their anger and their feelings. And so, um, yeah, that, that's just a little nippet of uh, some of the stories. I'm sure you have infinitely more um, from the years that you guys have been doing this. Yes, um, yes, we do, we do. That's so encouraging um, because you can see the fruit of what you're doing. Um, yes, it, sometimes it takes a very long time and a lot of times you never do see your, your fruit. So when the Lord does give you a glimpse of the fruit, it's exciting and you want to take note of it and you want to just keep on being faithful and doing your part. Um, 
So when you become part of Rise Up, for anyone that is interested or wants to volunteer, we have so many ways to get plugged in from a very, very, uh, I'll say safe or uh very low level of commitment to a higher level of commitment. Um, we need people to come along our kids and read with them, be reading, reading buddies. Our program's getting ready to start up in a couple weeks. And so we need reading buddies. We need extra hands and feet, um, helpers there in the after school program. We always need mentors. Um, and so there's just the prayer warriors, investors. So there's a lot of ways to get involved. And uh, if you want just a little something one time or you want a consistent something or something more, we're the place for you. How many volunteers do you typically have in a year for Rise Up? My goodness, I don't even know. It's just so hard to know. Like this summer, we had a lot of kids on campus that were over at Milligan mm -hmm. for their summer camps and their service projects. So, I mean, hundreds maybe. That's awesome. Um, yeah. To be able to see the way you reach out, not only to kids, but the people in the community reach out to you and to them is, is amazing. So we, uh, you know, our numbers went significantly down this past year with the COVID as with everybody. So now we're just trying to figure out how we reset, mm -hmm. how we regroup and how we regather yeah. our kids back into um, a routine. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our kids stopped coming just because they were at home yeah. or you know, for different reasons, we had to uh, just have a very bare minimum of those we could serve. And so we tried to pinpoint the most vulnerable. Yeah. And um, now we're opened up, we're wide open, and we're ready to to minister um, to our kids and even more kids. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, you, you stole one of my questions of, you know, how to get involved, but um, yeah. What are the best ways for us to help? Volunteering, um, but, but what other things can we as a community do? I, I think coming and seeing and walking on that campus and breathing and seeing the faces and hearing their voices is just, it's priceless. You can't really describe that till you've seen it. Um, we serve our kids uh, a healthy snack and a healthy dinner every day before they go home. So there's ways to plug in that way. Uh, again, we, we really need people to help in the classrooms for readers to be their buddies. Um, we need people that are willing to um, invest financially in what we do. Uh, we don't charge our kids anything to come to our program. So we have a few grants and then the rest of it is personal you know uh people who are churches that decide that hey we want to be a partner with rise up and i just want to say that we strive and it is a value of ours to be faithful and responsible stewards of what we have that includes our children 
as well as every penny that someone donates, um, we we are very careful in how we um, we spend that money. We have the highest, I mean, just utmost integrity in the way we steward that. And so um, if people have questions about that or want to know more information to make sure that we're a good place to want to invest, we'd love to, you know, to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, what do you hope that people see from Open Doors and from Rise Up? What, what do you hope you change in the community? Wow. Uh, the utmost is a reflection of Christ in a positive way. Yeah. Of course, if we are reflecting Christ, that should be positive. We don't announce that we're a Christian coffee house or we're Christians. And, and that is per, that is totally intentional because we want to be an open door for all people of all diversities. And we want all people to feel welcome. So we have the wealthy customer to the little homeless person that comes in and wants a house coffee to um, the college student studying to the little eight-year-old whose favorite drink is our hot chocolate. Uh, We just have a diverse population and I love that. I just love that, that people can feel welcome and feel comfortable in our little shop and that they will be treated with kindness and respect and importance. And so um, as the opportunities arise, we'll share Christ with them. We'll have spiritual conversations with them over fixing their drink, to praying with them, to asking about their family, to, um, you know, getting them to volunteer at Rise Up. Uh, It's just, I think, a very unique opportunity that we have. Um, I had a friend tell me that she had pulled in the driveway with her husband and was going through the drive-thru. And she said, watch this. They'll have my drink ready for me when I pull up. And he said, no, they won't. No, they won't. She goes, you watch. And so sure enough, she pulled up and we handed her drink out the window. And that's because we know a lot of our customers and we know their behaviors. We know their families. We know their dog's names. We, um, we pray for them. We are engaging with them. And most, and a lot of times we know what drink they want because they're so consistent. And it's just, um, it's just, again, relationships and loving people. So that's very important to us with our staff that they reflect these values. Uh, they're an extension of who we are, and we are an extension of Christ. Um, not everybody that works with us may have the same beliefs, but they will have the same customer service and the same relationship you know, dynamics regardless. Um, So um, yeah, I just encourage people to come and and see and hear and and taste and uh, feel rise up as well as open doors. And uh, 
we just hope that they'll want, they'll be thirsty to come and to hear more and see more and want to be involved. That's amazing, Sherry. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I personally am not a coffee drinker, but I think I'll be. Yeah. Neither am I. <laughs> I think I'll I be coming more. But uh, I, that's what's so funny is that I don't drink any of it. <laughs> and I've learned to be a barista and have conversations about it. That's just so funny. But we have lots of other yes. drinks that will be uh, non-coffee friendly. Uh, and we have amazing food. So well, this non-coffee uh, drinker appreciates that over here. <laughs> well, you're welcome. We're a very small group of people, you know. Yes. If you are interested in getting involved with um, Sherry and her husband and Rise Up for Kids, uh, you can follow some of the links and emails in the podcast description or, hey, go get some coffee and say hi and say, hey, I heard the podcast. How can I help? Sherry, thank you so much. And we look forward to hearing more on our next episode of Deep Dive from another uh, service in the area.